This is Bumper to Bumper, the car show. Drive in anxious and cruise out confident with the best automotive info for your vehicle. And now your host, Matt Allen. Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to another sweltering hot day in an edition of Bumper to Bumper Radio this fine Saturday morning. I'm Matt Allen, your host, your KTAR car guy, here with you every single Saturday to help you navigate ownership of your car, whatever that may be. You know, uh... Body repair, maybe you got in an accident. Whew, speaking of accidents, Carrie, we had a little fender bender out in front of my shop the other day, but boy, it sure turned into a blazing barbecue. Uh, after that, man, that car, car caught fire. Oh, yeah, that oh, thing yeah. caught on fire over there. If you were on 16th Street in Indian School, I think it was Thursday. I don't know. Little teeny little accident, but boy, it turned into a mess. So, you know, we can and, help you. And that. No fun running into that or trying to put the darn thing out in that kind of heat. Holy cow. No, no, not for the fire department. They were busy that day. They had a lot going on. But uh, so if you have a car accident, what do you do? We can help you navigate that. Maybe you need maintenance, you know, debate over whether or not you're supposed to change your oil every 5,000 or 20. 20,000 or whatever that is, we can help you. 602-277-5827. That's the phone number to get involved and ask a question. Don't be shy. Again, it's 602-277-5827. And if you like to text, you can do that at 411-923. I think we're on 18 days, over 110, maybe it's up to 21 by now. Carries carries it twenty two twenty two days and I think then there was a new number Tim told me yesterday how many days over one fifteen I think it was four. three or four something like that there you go carries the weatherman in the past life or future weather life. geek exactly. <laughs> weather, weather geek so when we have those tires of course we have air conditioning issues and stuff but I want to talk a little bit about tires today I mean we've talked about tires in the past but what happens when you get your new tires. Do the old tires have anything to say about what's happening with your car? And they do. So it's really important. You know, when your tires wear out, you need to talk to the tire place. If you're getting your tires, let's say a discount tire, a tire shop, you need to ask them, does it look like I need an alignment? You know, the tires tell a story. Tires going to last 40,000 miles or so. And, you know, let's just call it 40,000 miles in most cases. There's a lot happens over that 40,000 miles, and how those tires wear is very indicative of what's happening with the suspension on the car, if there's any worn-out components or anything like that. So we can read those tires. So whenever you do have tires replaced, ask again, ask the tire shop. You don't need to get an alignment just because you got new tires. Maybe at 40,000 miles, tires are nice and smoothly worn. They, they wore evenly, you know, you, you may not. But then again, you might. It's worth having having somebody take a look. However, if the tires are fine, I wouldn't worry about it, especially if you go down the road, the car goes straight, you can let go of the steering wheel, and it tracks properly on a smooth road, then, then maybe you don't need an alignment. But now let's say we've got 80,000, 90,000 miles on the car, second set of tires. By that time, I'm sure you've got some worn components and such, and that's when we start talking about suspension repairs. Um, struts and shocks typically last about 80,000 miles. At least that's the window. They've kind of reached their peak performance. You know, They're not any better at 80,000. They're beyond the, beyond the, bell, the bell curve, I should say. And uh, they're expensive. They're expensive to replace. When you do shocks, when you do struts, you typically want to replace all four of them in a pair, and then you do an alignment. 
So why do we do the shocks and struts? They wear out slowly over time. And, and this is a big thing. I, you know, Pascal used to always say, who was one of my service advisors, have somebody else drive your car. You have bought that car since it was new or whatever. Maybe you bought it used. It's always been like that. So that's what you expect it to be like. It's just going to however that ride is. Shock and strut replacement, when we do that, is the number one phone call that we get back or get a compliment on. A customer sends a text message back or calls us and says, I cannot believe how much better my car rides. So if you have that, if that's your case and you're in that 90,000 mile range and you're thinking about it, now the question is when should I do it? Well, if you're going to keep the car for a while, you should do it now. Don't wait to fix the car up to sell it or wait to possibly ruin your new tires if, if you have, have those cases. And then, you know, and aside from the shocks and struts, we see more and more cars with control arm bushings and, and issues like that. And I will tell you, I think there's a lot of places, dealerships, independent shops included, that oversell control arm bushings. They're rubber bushings that hold the suspension pieces and su- suspension parts in place. And they deteriorate. They're rubber, Carrie. They just, you know, they're going to crack, but some cracking is okay. My shoes are a couple years old. The soles have some wear on them, but they're perfectly fine. They don't need to be replaced. Things are going to slowly wear out. So we're going to watch those. A lot of those bushings are filled with liquid to dampen the vibration. So those liquids you might see dripping on the ground. Now, I can tell you a couple cases. My car, I have a, my wife's car only has 40 2044, something like that. It's a fairly large car, 7 Series BMW. I brought it into the shop. I thought everything was okay with it. It had bad control arm bushings. I had no idea. The car rode great, no problems. But once we got it done, the technician even noticed me. He goes, Matt, do you notice how much higher your car sits? The the ride height was, it, it came back up at least probably an inch just from having the control arm bushings replaced because the whole suspension had been shifted a little bit. But I had no symptom at all. Carrie, you got a question? Well, yeah, I guess, I guess if, if a shop tells me I need that, is it can it be a safety issue? Um, I, yes. Okay. Yes. I, I have to say yes, but there's a okay. huge asterisk by there. Kind of the like overwhelming majority of the time, it is not a safety issue. Now, I've been to arrive and drive things with Monroe, with KYB, some of the manufacturers, and we'll, they'll take you on a test course, and they'll have a 80,000-mile car, a used car with original equipment, worn-out parts on them, struts or shocks, and then they'll have the same car with their brand new product on it. And you can go out on the skid pad, and not as a professional, not trying to go fast and race, but you can go through the little slalom course. You're always faster on the car with new shocks and struts. And, this, and now safety is not a matter of going fast, Carrie. It's a matter of stopping. That's when the stopping distance comes in, or the control. You've got worn-out suspension components or shocks or struts on the front of the car, and you stand on the brakes really heavy. If you've got broken stuff, that car might just shoot to the left or shoot to the right, or it also increases the stopping distance. I don't know what the numbers are. Maybe I'll try and look during the break, but it's definitely a long stretch out. You know, It, it definitely increases the stopping distance. I drove a customer's car the other day. They had no idea. 60,000 miles on the Chevrolet truck, driving around for a different problem. And I said, gosh, do you notice how bad the car rides? 
Once I said it to him, then he understood it. He's like, yeah, what is that? Shocks and struts. So a lot to talk about there. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. That's 602-277-5827. That's how you call us. Don't be shy. And if you are, try 411-923. We'll be right back. What's the best used car to buy? And how should I make sure I'm buying the right car or truck? Hi, this is Lee Weatherby from Accord Automotive. I get this question all the time, and sometimes the best used car you can buy is the one you're driving. But when it's not, or you're looking for a new, gently used vehicle for yourself or a loved one, make sure you get a vehicle inspection before you fork over your hard-earned cash. Let us do a thorough inspection so you can be confident you made the right choice. Give us a call or schedule an appointment online at AccurateAutomotiveAZ.com. Accurate Automotive. Friends serving friends. Has your vehicle broke down or experienced other issues? If you've had repairs under warranty, your vehicle may qualify as a lemon under the Arizona Lemon Law. Hi, this is Henry with Hammer Law, Arizona's lemon law firm. We're here to help. Whether your vehicle has had multiple issues or it's just been in the shop forever, you have rights as a consumer. But these big companies don't care about the law, and they certainly don't care about you. They want you to just go away and deal with it. But the good news is you're not on your own. The law is on your side, and so am I. Arizona law allows you the right to hire an attorney for free and fight back. The law is there to protect you, but it only works if you take advantage of it. Don't get pushed around. Enforce your rights under the Arizona Lemon Law. Call Henry and drop the hammer. Call 480-480-1014 or check us out at HammerLemonLaw.com. That's HammerLemonLaw.com. Hey guys, Champ here with Champ's Family Automotive. Been serving the Valley for over 15 years, treating customers like family. Integrity, fair pricing, and trust. It's what you should have in your automotive repair facility. We understand that if you treat customers like family, they continue to return to you. Whether you have a domestic, import, or diesel, we have state-of-the-art technology, technicians, and tools to take care of your needs. Award-winning facilities in Goodyear and Surprise. Check us out at ChampsFamilyAutomotive.com. That's ChampsFamilyAutomotive.com. Okay, welcome back to Bumper to Bumper Radio. I'm your host, Matt Allen, and we are here to help you with your car. Got plenty of open lines. Look like we've got Russ and Brady in queue, and lots more for you to call in and ask your questions or let us help you out a little bit. Or maybe you have something that we should talk about as a topic some other time. Give us those ideas, either call in or by text message. Nothing's off the table here. 602-277-5827. Real quickly, we're talking about tires. If you replace your tires, do you need an alignment? When do you need shocks and struts? All that kind of stuff ties together, and usually right around the tire thing. Right before we took a break, I talked about just getting, I mean, you just don't know. If you had your car, I mean, these things wear out slowly, and sometimes it's just hard to tell. I, I was telling quickly a story. I'll tell two stories, and then we'll get to Russ and Brady real quick. <clears throat> I was just out driving a customer's car, and I it was for a, a shifting issue or a, a clunk or something like that. 
totally unrelated to the suspension, but on my extended test drive, it just knows how uncomfortable this truck. Only had 2017 Chevrolet truck with only 59 or 58,000 miles, something like that. But every time you go through the intersection that was a little bit rough, it just felt skittish. And same thing going down 7th Street. There's a lot of, you know, where the side streets come in, there's always a dip. And if you could see me dipping my butt and moving my arms here in the studio, you know, you go over that bump and it kind of dips, and then the steering wheel corrects a little bit, and it just feels unstable. And I mentioned that to the to the uh, customer, actually the owner of the car, the mom, and she's like, I don't drive the car, it's my son's. And then when I talked to the son, I said, hey, do you notice this? Like, yeah, it's really uncomfortable. I feel weird driving it sometimes. Shocks and struts. And that's only got 60,000 miles on it. Another BMW. This one came in from Discount Tire. The Discount Tire had replaced the tires on the BMW. 55,000 miles on a 2020. Tires were worn. So they did exactly what you would hope that they would do is tell the customer, your tires were worn odd on this car. And they've got interest in making sure it's right because they don't want their tires to possibly go bad and reflex poorly on them, even though it wouldn't have been their fault. That car, BMW, with only 55,000 miles on it, just like my wife's car, had bad control arm bushings. So had she not come in, she would have just ruined her brand new tires. So it's, it's happening. These cars are big and heavy now and, and a lot going on with them. So 602-277-5827. Uh, we're going to go with Russ in Glendale, 2005 Buick LeSabre. Russ, how can we help you? Yeah, 2003. Yeah, I've got about 10,000 rather 210,000 miles. Uh, the book says change the transmission fluid every 100,000 miles. Uh, the problem I'm, I run into is I hear two sides of an argument. One, uh, over 100,000 miles, and I have 200, you just leave it alone. Don't If you try to take it apart, drop the transmission to service it, it might not all go back together well. On the other hand, uh, if you if you service it, if you don't service it, then it's just going to, you know, at some point the fluid will fail, right, or whatever. Uh, can you change it without dropping it, the fluid, or wh what are your options there? Because these are things I've heard. It's a true dilemma because I have a very reliable car. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that's a tough one. And, and I will tell you this. If there is not a transmission symptom, there's no problem, and everything is working well with the transmission, Servicing it properly will not hurt it one bit, and it should be done. I started hearing, you know, years ago, we're talking 70s, 80s, you know, you're talking, you know, there's the standard wheel, rear wheel drive cars. There was cases where you would hear people would pull a car in, service the transmission, and back then a service was remove the pan, replace the filter, change the fluid. Well, the car never backs out of the bay. And, and, and I, I wasn't around then, at least not in the, as a professional. And what it was is just the detergents in the transmission fluid just cleaning everything off and getting some of that friction material in, in the suspended the suspended in the fluid is actually sometimes, I guess, keeping things together or causing the friction. So you, you wash all that away, so to speak. I think those days are over. Although... You know, it's been several years, but I had a, a fleet truck where we had to go through Enterprise Fleet for the maintenance, and we suggested a transmission service. And they said, oh, no, if it hasn't been done, we're not going to do it. I think that's your father's Oldsmobile kind of uh, kind of thought process these days. So, so Russ, yeah, I mean, have you ever serviced the transmission, or did you only do it at 100, or what, what have you done so far? 
Well, I bought it at 130. They they told me they did it at 100 where they recommended. So it's been over 110. You know, it's due for another one by mm-hmm. the book. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. So I would go ahead and do it. I would test drive it. You know, I mean, have the shop test drive it. Ensure that there's no issues. I don't think that one's too old to have a transmission control module, but they still can check codes and look at some of the data. And if there's nothing, if it's not acting up or having a symptom, I think you should service the, the fluid. You want to, on that case, I would probably pull the pan. Now, there's multiple ways to also do a transmission service. There is no designated pre-prescribed service. It's just, you know, anybody can call something serviced or rebuilt. There's no specification or standards necessarily. But on your car, what I'd like to see happen, you want to pull the transmission pan down. So they said they did it at 100, or you got the car at 130, that's what it was. You want to pull the transmission pan down. They're going to take a look at the filter, replace it. Some people cut the filter open to see if there's any debris in there. Put a new filter, make sure they put a new O-ring on it. They're going to put new fluid in it or put the gas, you know, new gasket on the pan, bolt it all back up, fill it with fluid, and it should be fine. There's an argument, too, that you could flush the fluid. The only difficulty with flushing the fluid is you're not going to change the filter when you do that. And, and you do need to change the filter periodically. The drawback of doing the filter-only service is you're only getting about eh, maybe a half or a third of the fluid out of the transmission, so you're mixing some a little bit. So the idea is to get it before it gets really nasty, dirty, Russ. So I, I would go ahead and service it. Like I said, I'd do it with the, by removing the pan. And then, quite honestly, I, I think 100,000 miles in this climate, heat is the ultimate killer of lubrication and transmission fluids. Every time the transmission shifts, it creates heat. So... Quite honestly, if you have a truck or a vehicle that's telling you 100,000 miles on the transmission, I would probably consider cutting that in half or significantly reducing it, maybe 60 or 80,000 miles. Maybe the first time you cut it in half, you do a flush, and the second time at 100,000 miles, then you do the do the filter. In the grand scheme of things, in the life of that transmission, spending an extra few hundred bucks once or twice on it, I think would be money well spent, although Russ has got pretty good mileage out of his. So there's a lot of ways to skin that cat, so to speak. So um, good luck with it, Russ. And again, if you're driving around with a car with a transmission that's got high mileage intervals, if you're towing, if you're trailering, a lot of stop and go, really, really consider having that service in advance. So if you'd like to join us, 602-277-5827. I know there's got to be a lot of you home. It's burning hot outside. There's not much to do. So we're going to go with Brady and Scottsdale. Brady's got a 2000 Porsche Panamera GTS. Nice little hot rod there. Brady, maybe you can turn the radio down in the background and we're ready to roll. What's going on? Hey, how are you doing? Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Uh, yeah, it's a 2013, and um, I just I have a kind of a two two part question. Um, are you familiar with the PDK transmissions on these porches? Um, uh, not expert wise, but yes, a little you know a little bit. We don't see a whole lot of them. Um, it's the same very yeah. similar transmission in the Audis and Volkswagens and some of the others, but yeah. Yeah, it is very similar to the Audi. Yes. Um, my question is, sometimes when I get on the car, like, you know, I'm accelerating quickly off the line or something, it seems like the transmission on occasion kind of fights to decide which gear to go into. And it obviously bogs the car down for a second or so before it seems to, you know, get in the right, the right gear. So mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a common problem with any, like, uh, other other vehicles. Um, 
or just specifically this transmission? And I've heard that the transmission can be calibrated um, somehow, but I don't know if, you know, there could be maybe something else happening that's more severe. Well, I mean, they're, they're going to rely heavily on the, on the fluid. You've got to have good quality fluid in that transmission for it to work right. How many miles are on the car? Okay. Uh, 70,000. 70,000. So if it hasn't been serviced, I mean, we do see those, especially in the Volkswagen and Audi's models, models more often than we do the Porsche. The fluid's pretty, usually pretty dirty by then. Um, okay. So depending on your issue, we got to make sure the fluid is clean and full. That's first and foremost the most important thing to do. And then the transmission, uh, I for, what did you say the transmission is programmable or learnable? I forgot exactly what you said. Uh, it's supposed that they can calibrate it. They uh, calibrate. watch videos and they they plug it into a uh, computer type thing, and it, I guess electronically it actually can recalibrate certain things within the transmission. And it's a sealed system. Yeah. Where you know Porsche after all these things like, well, you can't really work on these transmissions. You end up having to replace them, except for maybe a few small components that are on the outer side of the transmission, and that's. You know, that's concerning because the transmissions are like $15,000. Yeah, and, and again, that goes to my point. A little bit of extra servicing, the fluid is the most important part of that. So you always want to make sure it's got good clean filters, fluids and such. But when you talked about the transmission calibration, I think calibration is not necessarily the right word. The transmission that has what they call adaptive memory, it's going to do a couple things. The transmission is going to wait, make up for its own wear and tear by increasing pressures and, and, and such to make up for wear. It's also going to learn how you drive, and it's going to adapt to your driving styles. It's going to downshift. I mean, I, I had a, a 911 Turbo, you know, the auto, same transmission, and if you drive it mellow, it's nice and mellow, but you start romping on that car, it starts downshifting for you when you start hitting the brakes. It's really going to learn how you drive. So what they're talking oh, about okay. with the calibrations, I think, is resetting the adaptive memory in the transmission. Sometimes it's good to do. Sometimes it's not because if it's got wear, now it's going to forget that it was adapting to that wear, so it might act a little bit funny. But it is something that I think okay. we. It is something that I think we do when we service those. So I think the repair for that or the service is take it in. We want to look and see what's in the transmission control module. If there's any faults or anything, we want to address those first. As long as there's no faults and nothing in the in the data that looks bad and the fluid's not clean, I would start by servicing the fluid and also checking for technical service bulletins about that transmission. And then from there, once we have known good fluids and such, if it has an issue, then we have to start doing some diagnosis. So I hope that helps you, Brady. we got to take a quick break. We've got Tommy, Judy, and Carlos next. And if you want to text me during the break, 411-923. Be right back. Hi, I'm Marcus with Pit Stop Auto Detailing in Scottsdale. And I'm Scott with Showcase Mobile Detailing in Gilbert. Together, we've teamed up to become the highest-rated mobile automotive detailers in Arizona. Our mobile fleets provide you with award-winning professional detailing services conveniently done right at your home or office. Interior, exterior, basic wash to full detailing. There's even engine detailing and ceramic services available. Yep, we do it all. Check us out at pitstopdetailing.com or showcasemobiledetailing.com today. 
Hi, this is Kurt Rock for Kurt's Auto Repair. For over three decades now, our family's passion has been forging lasting relationships by delivering the highest quality auto repair for our customers with a perfect Better Business Bureau record. And I'm Kathy Rock, Kurt's wife. When we say our family, we mean it. At Kurt's, you'll find our kids, relatives, and now even our grandkids are working on cars and taking care of our customers. Gas or diesel, foreign or domestic. If your car hurts, take it to Kurt's. If your garage has become a breeding ground for bugs and pests, it's time to call A1 Garage for a service. Hi, Tommy Mello here. Replacing the bottom rubber on your garage door can have a huge impact on the number of bugs you see in your garage and in your home. As the weather starts to warm up, keep those creepy crawlers outside by calling A1 Garage for a service today. Cracked or worn out bottom rubbers and seals expose your garage door to bugs and other pests. A1 Garage for a service can replace old bottom rubber and seals in no time. And don't forget about all the moving parts of a garage door system. Wheels get old, cables fray, grease runs out, and tracks move, putting excessive wear and tear on your garage door system. Call today for our $129.99 tune-up special that includes a new bottom rubber. And remember, the garage door is the smile of your home. So don't wait. Call A1 Garage Door Service and you'll be smiling today. is always first. always first on Arizona's news station, KTAR News. Now, KTAR News time is 1130. I'm Troy Barrett. A federal judge has ruled that an Arizona law limiting how close people can get while recording law enforcement is unconstitutional. Republican State Senator John Kavanaugh sponsored the measure and former Governor Doug Ducey signed it into law. The law was immediately challenged by the ACLU and a coalition of media groups. Citing a clearly established First Amendment right to film police doing their jobs, Judge Tucci has his ruling says his ruling is permanently blocking enforcement of that law. KTAR traffic traffic alert. We've had a traffic alert all morning for a freeway closure in the East Valley. Let's check in with Tom Keeble in the Valley Chevy Dealers Traffic Center. Yeah, thank you kindly, Troy. We've been dealing with this one, as you said, all morning, westbound Loop 202 at the Santan. Right at the Loop 101, traffic is being directed northbound there at the Loop 101. If you're trying to get east-west, you're going to want to use Chandler Boulevard. You can hop off of the 202 at Dobson Road or Alma School Road. That was a rollover crash, uh, multiple vehicles involved, and a fatal. So they are still working to clear that investigation up. We do have some more slowing in Tempe, northbound Loop 101 at Southern Avenue, expect delays and then 19th avenue just north of deer valley road we have a crash and that's causing problems as well because the southbound interstate 17 just running parallel to the west of that is also closed between pinnacle peak road and the loop 101 if you need to get north and south over there in north phoenix go ahead and hop over to 35th avenue for traffic tom keeble ktar news KTAR weather for the Valley. Excessive heat warning in effect until Monday. Slight chances for some evening showers and thunderstorms tonight, tomorrow night, and Monday. 115 is your forecast high for today. 108 right now in Gilbert. Weather brought to you by Howard Air. I'm Troy Barrett on Arizona's news station, KTAR News. Do you know a Valley veteran you can honor with a -a once-in-a-lifetime experience? Text the word HONOR to 411-923 and nominate them to be one of seven veteran Grand Marshals at the Phoenix Veterans Day Parade, November 11th. Show your appreciation for those that deserve it the most, our veterans. 
Text the word HONOR to 411-923. Message and data rates may apply. Trust is so important, especially in times like these. At Virginia Auto Service, we've been the place you can trust for over 25 years. Hi, I'm Matt Allen, your KTAR car guy and owner of Virginia Auto Service. Rest assured, we've implemented all the necessary steps to keep you safe and sanitized. As we begin to move around a little more, take some stress out of your life by trusting your vehicle to Virginia Auto Service. We're in the heart of downtown Phoenix, 7th Street, just south of Thomas. Check us out on the web, virginiaautoservice.com. Hi, this is Champ with Champ's Family Automotive. We are a family-owned and operated full-service center for your automotive and diesel needs. Have you been searching for a trustworthy automotive and diesel repair shop? Well, come see us in Goodyear or Surprise. Import, domestic, or diesel. Yes, we take care of it all with state-of-the-art technology and technicians. Bumper-to-bumper radio approved. Check us out at champsfamilyautomotive.com. And yes, that's champsfamilyautomotive.com. Hi, this is Kelly. After my husband and I moved to Arizona, we were looking for an honest, trustworthy repair shop. We happened to meet Spencer Dusay, owner of Age I Automotive, and we were quickly impressed with him personally, as well as how he ran his business. Spencer has trained his highly skilled staff to focus on giving their customers friendly and honest service as their top priority. We always know in advance what the repair is and why with a fully supported digital diagnostic estimate. They're transparent, they communicate, and they stand behind their work. As a woman, I feel respected. I'm not a mechanic, and I always feel confident with their communications and their work. 13 years later, and we've never been disappointed. After all this time, we're still being greeted by the same friendly employees, which speaks highly of the type of business Spencer has built. Check out all of their five-star reviews for yourself online. H stands for honesty, and I stands for integrity. You feel it every time you visit them. It's your car's favorite show. Bumper to Bumper. Okay, welcome back to Bumper to Bumper Radio. I'm your host, Matt Allen, your KTAR car guy. And we've got about another half hour to go. We've got some calls queued up here. Tommy, Judy, Carlos. And again, anything it is that you would like to talk about for the show, there's it's your show, it's your topics. We just start something out and chat a little bit. So I want to remind you, you can find all the historical shows, good 12 years worth, I think we're going on now. You can find those at Bumper to Bumper Radio. Dot com. When you go there, you can search by topic. You can find a shop. If you're looking for a shop, right there's a place to find them. You can call those guys Monday through Friday and ask them some questions, too, if you want to take your car in and, and uh, get some service. I'm sure they'd be happy to help you. And the guys that you'll find, you'll find shops like, excuse me, you'll find stop, shops like Mesa Auto Works. Stan and his brother Jeremy, they've taken over that shop from their dad that started it, who was a Volvo specialist long ago. So if you're out there in the north side of Mesa, Mesa Auto Works, import domestic. They're carrying on the tradition that their dad started of great service, friendly guys. These are two of the nicest guys you'll you'll ever meet. So if you're in that North Mesa area, Mesa Auto Works is a good shop to find at bumper to bumper radio.com. Let's see, we had some text messages here. Um looking for a shop that would be good to replace the pinion seal. On my differential on my 35-foot motorhome. That's a challenge sometimes. 
I'm not sure where you are, whoever sent that in, but Champs Family Automotive, they're on bumper-to-bumper radio. They've got two locations, one in Goodyear, one up in Surprise Area. They can do that. That's a big vehicle to have to lift. The other thing is you can, there's a couple differential specialty shops um, that you might go to. Arizona Differential, I think, is one of them, or even some of the truck shops. I think there's a place called Auto Safety House that does a lot of the big school buses and stuff, but I think they've changed ownership in names. Another one, I have a 2010 Lexus. Hard time using my key fob to open and close the door. I put a new battery in it. What else could it be? Well, we do have some equipment that can test the radio signal on those key fobs. My suggestion, if you're ever having a problem or goofy problem and you've got a key fob or a a key that you don't have to put in the car, you just bring the the key into the car with you. If you have any weird problems like that, get your second key out. Put the other one far away from the car and try using your second key. If we have a lot of problems like that and they're weird intermittent problems or just like this Lexus with a remote, we always want the second remote. If you don't have a second remote or a second key, you should have one anyway. <laughs> so that's where we typically start in those cases, especially if you don't have a second remote. So hopefully that helps you on your Lexus. We'll get to a couple more of those a little bit later. We got to get to the get to these uh, calls on hold. Very patient, Tommy. You're up right now, Judy. You'll be next. Tommy's got a 2012 Toyota Tacoma. Tommy, how can we help you today? Yes, it's a 2012 Toyota Tacoma, bought brand new. One owner, never beaten, never working, driven like an automobile. It's a single cab. The basic four-cylinder, four-speed overdrive transmission. It just turned 49,000 miles. It's even got the original tires that are going to be changed out here. Um, We're concerned about the fluid, the differential fluid, the transmission fluid, the radiator fluid, the the fluids, period. And Toyota wants a fortune, fortune. We're on a budget, uh, fixed budget, uh, Leanne's disabled. We're, you know, we're kind of wondering what the heck do we do? Do we, can this be left alone for a while? It was also garaged. Mm-hmm. Um, it's straight, never abused. Sure, I got you. So that, that's pretty easy. There are some fluids that wear out over time, over time just sitting. And then there's a lot of the fluids that just, you know, it, it takes driving them to wear them out. And like one of those would example would be your differential fluid. Unless, of course, you were towing and backing into the lake or something and, potenti- Never. Yeah, and potentially getting moisture in it. So in your case, gosh, you're, you know, you're, you're 11 years old, but you're only 50,000 miles. In my, yeah. And I like to just be simple with things. I quite honestly would probably just say, you know, if money weren't an issue, let's just say that. If, the, if there was no budgeting concerns, I'd probably just do yeah. all the fluids. And, and, and there would be nothing wrong with doing that. However, now we need to prioritize those things. I, yeah. I believe, and that is an automatic transmission, you said, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. So the number one fluid that's going to has the propensity to wear out or cause issues just by sitting is engine coolant. Toyota used the long life coolant in that. It probably says ten years or a hundred thousand miles or something. I would flush your engine, flush the cooling system, exchange all the coolant, and put a new radiator cap. That's probably the first fluid that I would work on. Um, I'm not even going to speculate on a price. I'm so bad with that now. I'm so used to just clicking the buttons on the computer and it spits it out. So I'm tough at reciting cost on things at times. So that would be my first thing. And I always like to put a new radiator cap on any time we're servicing the cooling system. 
keep the oxygen out to keep that that from going bad. So I always want to have a good pressure cap. And remember, pre- pressure yeah. keeps the liquid from boiling. So you want to maintain good pressure. So that's the wow. first. That's the first one I would do. The second okay. one I would do would be do a transmission service. I'm not sure on that truck whether it has a drain plug in the transmission. Budgeting-wise, you could simply do a transmission drain and refill if it's got a plug in it, and you want to use and you want to use the correct toilet fluid. I think we've got 13 different flavors of uh, transmission fluid in stock. I don't like the universal ones on the Toyotas. You want to use the proper low viscosity uh, Toyota fluids. The the transmission fluid would be the second one to do. Then I would be looking at brake fluid. Brake fluid periodically needs to be changed. It's hydroscopic by nature, which means it's going to attract moisture. There is a test that can be done for that. Uh, a, you know, to test it and see if it needs to be serviced. We test it for moisture right. and we test it for copper. Even if it hasn't failed, it should at some point still be changed. However, again, we're on the budget, so let's tie it to something. Yeah. You either want to go ahead and do it and it's done at a certain time or mileage, or you tell the shop, hey, while you're servicing my transmission, I think I want to do the brake fluid next. How much life is left on my brakes? And maybe you defer that and you wait to do that. If it's good, you wait and possibly do that with your brake or with, when you need a brake service. The differential, the rear differential on that car, it does have a plug. There's no cover to come off. That should be a fairly inexpensive service. And the differential is probably the last thing that I would service on that car. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the, the radiator cap, mm-hmm. transmission, Break and then differential. Do you do you know if if we keep this vehicle going realistically, how many miles do you think? I mean, could you put four hundred thousand miles on a vehicle that's been not abused and it's bought brand new? And oh yeah, you really I, do long road? I have a twenty ten Toyota truck with. 200,000 miles on it, and I abused the hell out of it. <laughs> I'll just be straight up. <laughs> I'm heavy on the gas. I'm heavy on the brakes. I mean, I run it. You know, I do a lot of in-town driving. And, and uh, yeah, Toyota, first off, Toyota Baseline is a great car, number one. Just a great car. Any of these cars, you just take care of them and do the maintenance. And I'm hoping, you know, now that we're on this topic, I'm going to do a little bit of a spoiler. A friend of mine that comes to the shop, in the market for a new car. I looked up her service history, and I about fell off the floor when I found out she spent $17,000 maintaining that car. 150,000 miles on it, but we're going to probably talk about this next week. Now, everybody, just think about that stew on it for a minute. If you're like me, I cringed when I heard it until I started putting the calculator to it. You can make your car last forever if you just take care of it, maintain it. Got a friend with a Chevy truck, just clicked a half a million miles. He takes care of it, just does the maintenance. He drives that work truck every single day. It's never left and broken down. So we're going to have some interesting topics about keeping your car a long time and how to make that happen over the next couple weeks. So and it looks like we're going to take a quick break. Judy, I promise you will be the first one up. And Carlos, right after that, I think we got about a two-minute break here. We'll be back to finish this off and uh, got some room for uh, a couple more calls. 602-277-5827. We'll be right back. The more things change, the more they stay the same. Hi, Kurt Rock here for Kurt's Auto Repair. Times and technology has changed. 
but at Kurtz, we're still the same family-owned and operated business that has enabled us to earn a perfect Better Business Bureau record for over 30 years. Our master technicians are experts in everything automotive, foreign and domestic, gas and diesel. Come experience quality and service that time has not changed. Check us out online at mycarhertz.com. If your car hurts, take it to Kurtz. If your garage has become a breeding ground for bugs and pests, it's time to call A1 Garage for service. Hi, Tommy Mello here. Replacing the bottom rubber on your garage door can have a huge impact on the number of bugs you see in your garage and in your home. As the weather starts to warm up, keep those creepy crawlers outside by calling A1 Garage for service today. Cracked or worn out bottom rubbers and seals expose your garage door to bugs and other pests. A1 Garage for service can replace old bottom rubber and seals in no time. And don't forget about all the moving parts of a garage door system. Wheels get old, cables fray, grease runs out, and tracks move, putting excessive wear and tear on your garage door system. Call today for our $129.99 tune-up special that includes a new bottom rubber. And remember, the garage door is the smile of your home. So don't wait. Call A1 Garage Door Service and you'll be smiling today. If you've had repairs under warranty, your vehicle may qualify as a lemon under the Arizona Lemon Law. Don't let them give you the runaround. You're not on your own. The law is on your side, and so am I. Hi, this is Henry with Hammer Law, Arizona's lemon law firm. Enforce your rights under the Arizona Lemon Law. Call Henry and drop the hammer. Call 480-480-1014 or check us out at hammerlemonlaw.com. That's hammerlemonlaw.com. Welcome back, and this is the last one we have here. A little bit more than 10 minutes, just about 11 minutes and 30 seconds to be exact. So I'm Matt Allen, your KTR car guy. You're listening to Bumper to Bumper Radio, and we are back to wrap this thing up. We've got Judy on hold. We've got Carlos and some open lines. I know you've got a question about your car that AC's out, not working quite right, burning up right now, or... Maybe the oil change sticker is so faded out and old, you're not sure what to do about that. We can answer those questions for you real quick. So Judy is up. Judy's got a uh, 2005 Chevy Silverado. Judy, how can we help you with your truck today? I have a weird air conditioning thing. As long as I'm going over 60 miles an hour, the air works. The slower I go, it goes off. I come to a stop, it's gone. Okay. <laughs> How's the temperature gauge when this is happening? On it, the it's right on. Hmm. There is no fluctuation of anything. I've taken it to a couple shops, and they said, oh, yeah, you know, $1,500 later, we'll get you some air. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, what's wrong with it? Well, they're going to have to diagnose it and, you know, give me the runaround, and I think it's because of A, I'm female, and B, my age, they're trying to get to me. Yeah. So I need, I need um, I think some that, input. Uh huh. I think that, says, I, I think that's an unfortunate perception. I would like to hope that that's really not happening. But so has anybody f- attempted to make a repair on it? Have you actually left yes. it anywhere? Okay. Tell me about the yes. repairs that were done. 
Uh, he banged on it. It started, and he says it's fixed. What did he bang the, on? On the, the console. Okay, so, all right, so I guess i got to back up and ask a better question. When you say it works at 60 miles an hour and then it stops working, does the air stop blowing out of the vent or does it stop yes. blowing? Oh, so the air stops blowing altogether. Correct. Okay, piece of cake. It's fixed. Um, so, right? No, so he said I needed a new console, so I got a new console. Well, and, you know, so I can, you know, turn it off and on. Well, what, do you and mean, what do you mean a new console? Uh, there's the, the center. Where the, the knobs are. Where what? You know, where, you put, where you put the, the knobs, the heat, okay. or the cool okay. to turn it on, off, uh -huh. number one, two, five. Sure, the dash you know, the whole uh -huh. The whole dash thing. Okay. So I got a new one of those. And that didn't and fix it, right? It did for a second. Mm -hmm. And then he said, well, you got a short. So then he started running, you know, my wires, and there's a thing, I can't remember what he's, he called it. It's under the dashboard on the passenger side. Mm -hmm. He replaced that, mm -hmm. and it worked again for a minute. Mm -hmm. And then he says, well, just deal with it. You need a compressor. You need more Freon. You might have a leak. You might this. You might, you might, you might. And, so you're, he wants to, and you're just going to a, just a general auto repair shop, just a local garage in the neighborhood or something? Well, I took it to a AAA mm. accredited shop. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, okay. he, well, somebody's, I think he some, just wants to give me yeah. the whole new system. Well, I think what's going on is you don't have a case of dishonesty. You have a case of incompetence. Um, and possibly yeah, a and, and possibly a case of miscommunication. So you have two different things, and gosh, this this could take some time. But you've got two different things happening here with an air conditioner. You have a compressor in the gas charged part of it, the refrigerant or freon side. That's a sealed system. You have to have the ability to make cold air. The compressor, the accumulator, the orifice or expansion device, the condenser. Those are all the part of the system that makes the air cold. And now you've got to have something to blow that air. So first you talked about the blower not working right. When he said he smacked it or hit it and it started working, that's what made me change directions a little bit. If you have a blower motor or a fan motor or a starter motor, for that matter, anything that's not working, and sometimes you give it a little tap with a screwdriver or a hammer and it starts working, it's bad. So I don't know why he replaced the dash controller. If you're going to replace the blower motor, again, it's experience and knowledge to know what to replace. So that blower motor goes bad. We don't just replace the blower motor. We unplug it and we look at the connector. Again, I talked about the tires telling you a story. The connector tells a story. It's a white connector usually. We see them browned, discolored, and even some kind of shrunk up and deformed a little bit. It needs to have the connector replaced. It needs to have the blower motor replaced, and it needs to have the resistor replaced. Those are probably what is going to make the car not blow blow or move the air. Now he said he said you need a compressor and a Freon charge. That has nothing to do with the movement of the air. So if you make cold air, it's not refrigerant issue. You've got to move that air around now. So, so Judy, I think you need to maybe get to a different shop. Um, bumper to bumper radio dot com would be a great place to start over and find that relationship with a shop. 
Take them all of your old receipts and documentation and anything you have. You're probably going to be, have to be without the car for a couple days. But I really want you to have more of an open mind. I, I Just for you and anybody else listening, the notion that most shops are out there taking advantage of people because they're simply women or older, I just think it's untrue. It's it's just not happening. It, it's a it's an impression that's made in this industry for some reason. And I got to tell you, the women are the most informed customers. If you wanted to take advantage of somebody, it'd probably be a guy because they pretend to know everything because they think they're supposed to, and they'll go along with whatever you say. So all you ladies out there, just please have an open mind. But that's why we want you to communicate, ask questions, why you're doing this, and become involved in the repair. And that's how you're going to have the most successful repair and create that relationship with the shop that, that's doing the work for you. So uh, we're going to go to Carlos in Apache Junction. Been on hold for a long time. I sure hope I can help you, Carlos. 2011 Ram 3500. Yes, sir. How are you? Doing well. Doing Thanks well. For having me. <laughs> Hey, uh, so I have a problem with the transmission. Well, I don't know if it's a problem or not yet. Mm-hmm. Um, essentially, I use this truck only for towing. Uh, we tow, I think, a 8,000-pound uh, toy hauler a uh, couple times a year, and that's about all we use it for. I bought it with 92,000 miles. I have 167. Um, and what happens is I have a hard shift between 5 to 4, a downshift. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, I, if I could describe it, it's kind of like a whine, kind of like if you have a, uh, a stick shift you know, car and you downshift a little quick and you hear that, that fast whine. Mm-hmm. But it only happens in tow haul mode. Um, at about 120,000 miles, I had the fluid changed, which I think they did the filter at that point, as you were saying earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not quite sure. I've, I've, I've heard from a couple guys that perhaps the transmission needs to be reprogrammed or do a transmission relearn. I just, I don't know if you have, that's the only problem I have with the whole transmission is just kind of like we're coasting down a hill. It shifts from five to four and then you have that whine. It's kind of hard and I'm, I'm a little concerned that, you know, I'm going to get stuck somewhere because that's all we use it for, right? Yeah, exactly. You're going off the off the grid, so to speak, with your toy haul, or going out to the dunes, or camping, or whatever. Yeah, you definitely don't want to get definitely don't want to get stuck. You know, I'm just not a hundred percent familiar with that transmission. To be quite honest with you, there's mm-hmm. probably a point where um, you need to get it to a, a shop, maybe a transmission specialist. And if you just Google bumper to bumper radio transmission, you'll you'll find somebody okay. find a shop to take care of you. Or H and I Automotive. You're out in Apache Junction. There, you know, they're in that Gilbert area. If I'm thinking right, that's okay. It, it, around there, if I'm if my if my map in my brain is correct, but um, you know we're going to check for service bulletins, see if there's possibly an updated program for the transmission, um, okay. see if there's any pattern failures with that. You know the transmission guys, those little weird things like those, it's best usually at a transmission shop or someone that a diesel shop that's working on on a lot of these trucks. That's that's a tough one for me. It's something that you probably want to take care of and not let it go too long because you know they just develop into a, a whole nother problem. Problem. I wish right. I had a better answer for you. I really do, but um, I think it's just something. Pay attention. It sounds like you know when it does it and how to create it and such. Um, take that information to the shop that you that you choose and go to, and and uh, that's going to help them help you figure out what the problem is. I just wish I could give you some better information, Carlos. Especially after being hold on hold for so long, I feel like I owe you one or something. So. 
Um, follow up with me, though. I certainly like to know. And that's, that goes for everybody. You know, if, if we have a question and I'm able to help you, or if I'm right, I like to know. Or if I was wrong, I really like to know because I want to get smarter about things. And uh, I think it's just fun to, to know sometimes what, what happened. So, you know, if we answer your question for you and you're able to fix it yourself or the shop does a great job, I always like to maybe get a follow-up phone call, an email, or even a text message uh, during the show telling us what happened. Or even, you know, even a phone call, bring it back on and, and talk about that, uh, you know, talk about the repair and such. So let's see here. We got about a minute to go, Carrie. I'm gonna, you know, I was shocked. I'm gonna. I talked a little bit about um, the gentleman with the Toyota. Want to know how long you can keep a car for? And, and you know, I, like I said, I abuse my truck. I'm pretty hard on it. I'm actually a little bit more aware of everything now. I'm doing a lot of driving up north. I'm gonna jump in and head head up to Prescott and Munns Park this weekend. So I'm paying a little bit more attention to things. But I always have a high level of confidence when I jump in my truck and drive away. But I mentioned something about a friend's car. And I've always believed this, and I've always said it about keeping your car longer. It's paid for. The cheapest car to, to fix is the one you already own. And, and I didn't do a case study, but I now, in retrospect, have a case study after this friend of mine told me she wants to sell her car. We've been servicing it. And I looked at the service history of this 20-year-old car that we've been taking care of since it has 60,000 miles on it. Sounds like a future topic. It's going to be next week, there you I go. think. Look at that. $17,000 in repairs. That's a I about, tease. I about fell off the floor when I heard that. So but. leave that in your head, and then we'll talk about that next week. Maybe I can get her to come in. That would be fun. But it really enforces what I've been saying, and now we can prove it. Taking good care of your car, spending a little bit of money over a long period of time, it's going to main, you're going to have a nice car, and it's going to hold its resale value when you're done with it. Everybody, thanks for listening. Stay cool. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next week.